Hello and welcome to Couple of Idgits, your episode-by-episode podcast where we cover the show Supernatural. I am your host, and with me as always... Is his wife, Penny. I catch you off guard? <laughs> yes, I was looking down at my notebook. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, once again, we're a little late in the day. We I don't know where our schedule got screwed up. We used to... We're, did we used to do this the day before or what? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. So what we should probably do is do another one tonight. Uh, we'll see. I got work. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that screwed us up. Dan actually had work to do today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just getting busier. So, well, we'll see what the weather is like this weekend. Maybe we need to start working ahead a little bit again. Not a bad idea, especially when the weather gets crappy. Well, because it's so hard when the weather's nice to sit inside and do these. Yes. Uh, so the show today, it was season two, episode four. Yes, it is. Um, okay. I guess I'm a little, are we sure it's episode four? Yes, I am. So it's 22. Okay. I guess I don't know how to count. Called Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. And that's true, because it's nasty. And I really thought it was going to be about some kid poking squirrels and rabbits and something with a <laughs> stick and something creepy happening to him. Um, absolutely, that is not what happened whatsoever, though. We uh, open up with, it's a young couple. They're talking about, they're arguing about an issue. A little foggy here. Did you follow, oh, were you... Well, anyway, no, we open up with a yeah, young man and woman, and um, she seems upset, and the guy goes, we got booze and we got chocolate. So I'm assuming she's got a broken heart or something, because what else do you need booze and chocolate for? Oh, yes. Okay. See, I pick up on, I, I miss some of these small details. Yeah, no, he just picks up on the dumb stuff, like, ooh, baby, didn't really go faster. The, the camera car just slowed down. That's what's important to Dan, not actually what happens in the episode that is pertinent to said episode. <laughs> what? Sure. <laughs> All right. And he's Let laughing. Let me go get some powder for my butt. <laughs> he's laughing because he knows it's true. Well, anyway, then we hear a knock at the door, and it's um, the girl's boyfriend the one that she looks like she was having a fight with and her friend is named Neil won't let the boyfriend in so the boyfriend kind of plows his way in and they look and Angela is gone next time we see her she was in a car and Matt calls her and she yells at him yeah and she's like clearly distraught and drunk driving and speeding well, I don't think she was drunk. She was just very distraught. and She was speeding. She wasn't paying attention to where she was going. Oh, to me, she looked like a drunk driver as well. Yes, actually, now that you mention it, and I look, think back on the episode, she was kind of not only just not paying attention because she was on the phone, but, yeah, she kind of looked like she was all over the road. <laughs> yeah, she was wailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a big fight, I guess. Yep. So, Sam, um, it's a crash, and then that's uh, the uh, opening Supernatural logo then hits. Yep, She and she looks very dead because her eyes are open, staring off into nothing, blood coming out of everywhere. Oh, yeah. She died in that car crash. 
we come back then uh, and from the logo and it's Sam and Dean are off to visit mom's grave and instantly Sam and Dean are arguing again. Are these two ever going to get along? Well, yes. I mean, they get along more than they argue, but they're, they're brothers. So naturally they're going to argue. Dean thinks it's dumb to go visit Mary's grave because he says there's not even a body. There is nothing, nothing left to bury after the fire. And Sam says, no, but there's a tombstone there. And then Dean makes him, oh, yeah, put there by an uncle that we've, that we've never met. And the, when I was reading the, the synopsis on IMDb, it says, and this uncle is never mentioned again. But in later episodes, we do meet some members of Mary's family. You know, in later seasons, I shouldn't say later episodes, later seasons, in episodes of later seasons, we do meet some of her family. Whether this alleged uncle is one of them, I don't really remember. Okay. But anyway, that's just... Well, Sam kneels down then. They get to the, the headstone. Sam kneels down, pulls out a pocket knife, cuts out a piece of sod. And I'm like, what is he doing? And he grabs some dog tags and says, Dad would have wanted you to have these. And then he puts them into the ground and puts a piece of grass back on top. Yeah, they were John's dog tags because he was in the Marines. But, I mean, John's dog tags have not like been a part of the story up until now, right? It's no, not but like I, I missed any other John's dog tags situations, have I? No, but I'm assuming he was wearing them, and when you know when he died, the you know the boys took them. Well, that's Dean, what I'm assuming anyway. Yeah, Dean's walking away from him burying dog tags, rolling his eyes, and walks up to a spooky tree in the cemetery. That tree looked really out of place. <laughs> it really did. The tree was dead, and little trivia on this: it's the same tree they used in the episode with the scarecrow. So we're going to see that tree. But it doesn't make sense because that tree is like right next to a grave site. And as far as I remember, cemeteries, they normally don't put the graves and the trees next to each other. No, that would be a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. They'd kill the tree digging out a new grave. So, um, yeah, a little awkward there, uh, set designers. But, okay, then there's a big circle of dead grass around the grave. And it's got the little, like, temporary placard there. And... Dean bends over and gets the info on this girl. Who is this girl? Angela Mason. She's the one that died in the car crash. Yep. And he's thinking that there's nothing growing in that. It's a perfect circle around her grave. He's thinking it's unholy ground or something's going on with it. Yeah. I mean, Dean goes back to Sam and he's all worked up over this case thing. <laughs> He didn't say case, but he's like, isn't this weird? There's dead grass. This girl just died. It, Dean's really, like, wound up to work a case right now. And Sam doesn't think there's a case. He's just like, you know, you're just doing this because you don't want to think about mom. You don't want to think about dad. You're just trying to keep yourself busy. So they go and uh, to investigate this car crash a little more and visit the girl's dad. Who happens to be a college professor who teaches ancient Greek because Dean finds a book. Yeah, Dean finds a strange book, so then we get the explanation about what he does. Mm -hmm. Good thing that book was there. Uh, Dean leans, leans over to the dad, though, and starts asking leading questions, like, do you, do you see your daughter everywhere you go? Is she in every 
face of every baby that oh wanders on the street. <laughs> he <didn't say> that. <laughs> he's, you know, he, he really is like leading him on, though. He realizes he's asking leading questions because um, at this point, Dean thinks that the father has done something to either bring the daughter back. Well, no, actually, at this point, he still thinks it's a vengeful spirit. Yeah, but he is like, have you seen her? Is she crawling around? Right. Is she under he, your bed? He, <laughs> and anyway. Sam is getting really annoyed, visibly. Maybe this is why these two guys were hired as actors, so they could have their I'm annoyed with each other faces. They do that a lot, especially um, Sam, because Dean isn't the most tactful. And, you know, you're talking to a guy whose daughter just died in a horrible car crash. And, you know, Sam has always been the more empathetic one and you know gee mr mason we're really sorry about what happened to your daughter blah 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 whereas yeah dean's very direct and you know kind of like looks skippy <laughs> yeah well so dean now more than ever thinks this is a hunt we flip over to this guy neil he was there that night that angela drove off drunkenly in a car crash and he's watching some home movies of her no, that's Matt. That's the boyfriend. Oh, that's Matt. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's the boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Yep, the ex-boyfriend is watching home movies, and he's got a plant on his uh, like coffee table. And when he gets up to, I don't know, go get a beer or something like that. His, I think you're right. Yes. His plant just wilts and dies <laughs> right on the table. Pretty much like how you have house plants. Right. And that's why I don't have house plants, because I cannot keep them alive to say... Surprisingly, there is a plant I do have that's still alive. It's a dwarf fig plant that I bought years ago that we have yet to get any figs off of it. But dang, at least the plant is still alive. So I'm counting that as a win. I haven't killed it yet. Well, yeah, we'll tell our audience. The nickname for that tree is the Jesus tree because every time it dies, it gets re resurrected. It doesn't die, but every once in a while, like two, possibly three times a year, it goes through a process where it does shed all its leaves and it looks like it's dead. But pretty soon, before you know it, new buds are coming in. And like yeah. right now, it's a full, looks like a full, beautiful plant. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that one time it was dead for like six months. And we thought, oh, this thing's really toast this time. And nope, came back. We re yeah, we re I really did think I killed it. Well, I left it outside in the hard frost. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Okay, enough about our miniature fig tree that doesn't even produce any figs, let alone miniature ones. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I think the, the miniature is probably the size of the plant, not the size of the fruit. I think so, too. All right. Um, so then this guy, he's, like, watching these home movies, and then you can kind of see. It was a really neat effect because it was, like, her hair, and then it was kind of paused and blurred in the tv as he's looking at it well then you realize it's a warped reflection of the chick standing behind him it was a really cool transition that they did it kind of your eyes were like Ooh, whoa she's behind you, <laughs> you know, they, they it was it was a really good edit i liked that and uh the next day though everyone thinks he killed himself by cutting himself in the neck while standing in his living room watching home movies well wow. they thought well the roommate Oh, first we get to the so we cut to Dean breaking into some place, and I uh, did not remember at the time where he's breaking in, but apparently it was Angela's apartment and or dorm room and startles her roommate, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, her former apartment, and he claims to be a cousin, but then he sits down and asks, like, crazy personal questions. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, who's the boyfriend? How'd he die? 
Where well, does he live? She's, he was asking, you know, because everyone says Angela was so great. And at this point, Dean is still thinking vengeful spirit. So he's thinking that maybe Angela wasn't so great. But no, the roommate confirmed the fact that Angela was just great. Now, but the roommate did say that Matt saw her, like, saw, saw her, not just in the face of a, every baby that walks down the street kind of way, but as I'm like, no, really, she's lurking around, man. How many babies do you see walking down the street, by the way? I don't know where that reference is from, but... <laughs> we'll have to find out. Uh, oh, you know what it is? It's a South Park reference, South Park the movie, when Kenny was supposed to be coming back to life. And like Stan is like, yes, I know. I see him in every face of every baby I see in the street. He's everywhere around us still. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. So Dean, uh, we watch, uh, well, actually we watch Sam uh, flipping through the TV and he's on the closed captioning said Cinemax, but in the actual audio of the show said the skin channel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. So he's watching the skin channel. And then right as the door unlocks, he turns it off. Dean walks in. And then Dean like looks around and figures out that the TV was on and now it's off. So it must have been on a naughty channel. And what was playing was Casa Erotica. And I had to laugh at that because that title comes up quite often. Just Casa like, Erotica? Just like World Weekly News comes up a lot as a gag, so does Casa Casa erotica comes up as a, in in-house in-joke or something like that. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, it's just erotic house, <laughs> right? That's yeah, the that's, all, that's all it means in Spanish. Yeah, casa erotica. And um, Sam at this point doesn't know all of the stuff that Dean's discovered. And Dean mentions it like, oh, you don't think I have a case? Well, just that so you should know that the boyfriend died apparently by suicide cut his own throat so now sam's like oh hmm. he's all smarmy about it he's too. very he's, smarmy. but that's normal <laughs> yeah. oh it just so happens <laughs> <laughs> so sam suggests that they check out his apartment and dean says oh i was already there only thing there was a bunch of dead plants and even a dead goldfish yeah, so uh, Dean oh, comes to the conclusion. And I forgot to mention this. Um, the Was it Lindsay that mentioned that the reason Angela was so upset that night is because she caught Matt cheating on her? Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, that came up too. So that's why Dean is still thinking, oh, vengeful spirit. Angela was great, but if Matt was cheating on her, that would make sense that she'd come back and offer. Exactly. So Dean at this point wants to just burn the bones. He's like, well, this is a pretty cut and dry problem we just got to go dig her up burn the bones and we're out of here uh, sam is kind of a tenderfoot about this because the bones are only a week old and he's like ugh, that's gonna be gross yeah he's just gonna be a rotting corpse in there it's not just bones it's gonna be a rotting smelly corpse well we see sam and dean digging up the coffin open it up and nothing's in it nothing except some tattered cloth and some runes wrote on the one end of the coffin what? Sorry. This reminds me of the rune stick in Norseman. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rune stick from Norseman. What else would you say? Greek, crazy Greek writing? Yes, it was like a Greek, Greek, I don't know if they were called hieroglyphs. Greek hieroglyphs? No, I think it'd be Greek ruins. <laughs> ruins are different than runes. 
Just an FYI. Anyway. Okay, Wiseacre. <laughs> um, so the other dude, uh, Neil, actually, we come to him and he has her in his basement. We well, see her alive and in Neil's basement, looking quite pale, by the way. <laughs> um, well, first of all, Dan forgot to mention that before this happened. Yes, they did see this, these symbols in the coffin. They wrote them down. They went back to visit the father and asked him if he knew what they were. And he mentioned it for some ritual. And that's when Dean brings up uh, ne necromancy, um, you know, full-on zombie action. Dean is kind of a jerk, and Sam's like, oh, my God, this guy just lost his daughter. And then Sam says, look, all his plants are alive, Dean. And he apologizes and drags Dean's ass out there. But, yes, then we do go to back to Neil's, and there's Angela in the basement. Okay, now, I don't mean to argue on this one, but we saw, I have in my notes, other dude has her in basement before all of my notes on that stuff. So there must have been a scene in there. I didn't oh, predict the future. Yes, you are right. I put... Uh, Angela's grave to burn remains, no body, Angela in friend's basement. <laughs> oh, so you yeah. had it too. There we go. The Greek symbol and cough and necromancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the dad, dad blah, okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Uh, so zombie ladies at the other guys, uh, she is really white and gross. I mean, it, they've all, they got her makeup shiny. She almost looks slippery, like she's starting to gel out or something i don't know it's become a gelatinous ooze yeah it's doesn't look good well the boys then uh break in on neil um and start asking him questions they think they know where angela's at but she's gone they figured she must have went off to kill the roommate because that's they piece this whole back love triangle together where the roommate and her boyfriend cheated with each other. Yeah, it was Lindsay and Matt that were caught cheating. And so they did. Yes, they did assume that Angela was going to get her revenge on Lindsay. So we switch to Lindsay's apartment and there's an awesome fight where Lin, where she's got scissors. Angela's got scissors. She's about ready to stab her. Lindsay's on the ground and Lindsay like kicks her in the leg. and She falls face first. And then somehow has then the scissors pointed around the other direction into her chest. Roommate rolls her over, and you're like, well, she's got this crazy Greek come-back-to-life hocus-pocus on her. So you're just waiting for her eyes to open. Sure enough, the eyes open up. Yeah, just about just in time, who shows up? Sam and Dean, they kick in the door, start shooting. Start shooting because, um, and they were also discussing how to kill the zombie and and Sam said, according to the lore, because there was a lot of it, there was no definite way that he could find. But uh, some of them did mention silver. So um, so they shot her, and she like ran out the window or something, right? Yeah, she did. She like broke out the window, and then Dean kind of went after her. Then he, he comes back and says, boy, that dead chick runs fast or something like that. Yeah. Well, Sam and Dean, they go back to Neil, and they bust him. They're like, okay, dude, what in the F have you done? You need to leave people dead, you maniac mm -hmm. you need to what's dead should stay dead at this point angela wants to go to the cemetery well now you forgot to tell why angela wants to go to the cemetery they were telling neil after they said you know we know what you did blah blah, blah. they 
figured that Angela was watching in the room somehow, in the area, in the room, hiding, whatever. Because he said, oh, she's back at my house. But then they noticed all the dead plants. So I guess he was at his office. He, was a, he happened to be a TA for Angela's father. So he would know the Greek invocation or whatever to do this necromancy thing. And so then Dean's like, oh, that's okay. We'll just, we've got a counter ritual that we can do. And we're just going to go back to the cemetery and do this. And she'll be dead again. Yeah, so it's just a plot to bring her out of hiding. So she'd come to them instead of them having to track her down. It was a clever ruse, if I do say so myself. Because the one thing that they decided on to how to permanently kill her was kind of uh, pinning her to her grave bed. And that's how Sam says that's possibly how the vampire lore started, you know, stake in the heart. But anyway, so that's how they decided they were going to kill her for goods. Yeah. Well, then, uh, so Angela wants to head out there. Neil um, is trying to, he's trying to get away himself because when they were walking out, they said, hey, man, no sudden moves. You need to get out of here. This chick's nutty. Yeah, she's going to turn on Neil. And uh, sure enough, Angela then catches him trying to drive away and twists his head off practically. Mm -hmm. Sam and Dean are back at the cemetery. Um, They think they hear, they're setting up their little fake ritual. They're lighting some candles and incense or something. Because we all know that every ritual you have involves candles of some sort. Well, they think that they hear noises, so they both pull out their guns and start running around the cemetery. Sam ends up shooting Angela in the head. And that doesn't quite do it, so Dean comes along and shoots her a lot more until she eventually falls over backwards into the coffin. Wait, 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 no. First, yeah, he shot her in the head, and then, because she was still alive, he runs back to the grave, towards the grave. Sam runs back towards the grave. And that's when then Dean shoots her several times. She does fall back in the grave. Then he stamps her with the silver spear, lance, whatever it was. I thought it was just like a buoy knife. I, no, it was a long, longer than a knife. A lance? Where is he going to get a lance from? You know, they have their trunk is full of many things to kill many <laughs> There's things. There's no lances, though. Those are those great big things that jousting knights use. Okay, then it was... What else, what's the <laughs> There'd other? be four feet sticking above ground still. Well, it was sticking... Uh, <laughs> shut up. He'll have to just go back. Just look at the episode and you'll see it what I'm talking about. It was a buoy knife. It was not. It was longer than a knife. It was okay. a short lance. <laughs> it's a, it a little lance, you know, like a little person. You're killing me. <laughs> All right. So the then they show the mor- by the next morning the boys finally have the uh, grave covered up, and uh, Dean has a you know he's limping away and says I th- I think she broke my hand. Sam. Sam. No, Dean says I Sam. Because remember, Jared Padalecki filled this entire, filmed this entire episode with a broken hand. They couldn't ca- put a cast on it because they couldn't explain it. So that's why they throw that line in there. Threw, threw, it, threw that line in there. So now we know the next few episodes why Jared is wearing a cast. All right. Uh, and then Dean pulls over. They're driving on the road. Dean pulls over and starts apologizing, and they have a big heart-to-heart. And Dean says he figures out why John's dead. He says it's because of him, because he's thinking, huh, dad must have made some devil with, some devil, some deal with that, that demon, and that's why I'm alive. And, and technically speaking, if you think about that episode, Faith, this is a se- 
second time, Dean should have been dead. Yeah, no doubt. Now that you mention it. Mm -hmm. Boy, all the other people that get whacked along the way in this show. I'm telling you, these boys. I think these boys have more than. And also remember in that episode Skin, where that, that shapeshifter was still in Dean's form when it died. So the character of Dean Winchester is officially dead. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, the episode, you know, that episode with the shapeshifter. Right. Um, so, anything else on this episode? I mean, are, 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 can you, uh, if someone is freshly dead, can you put a bunch of magic symbols in their coffin and bring them back to life? No, you cannot. I really thought for sure what was going to happen, too, is that there would be that one gross-out scene in this episode where the girlfriend, the zombie girlfriend, is there talking to the boyfriend, and, like, a tooth would fall out, <laughs> or, like, her ear would slide down. Like, she she stayed, other than being pale and kind of slippery-looking, she stayed fairly sexy. Yeah, she did. Um, but the only thing I can think... I was mentioned in imdb is the fact that when sam was talking the in the car and talking about the lore of zombies he mentioned the walking dead ha ha that's funny because jeffrey dean morgan plays their father played their father john winchester and then a few years after that gets cast as negan in the walking dead yep yeah it was a pretty funny reference in there i can't believe the walking dead was out way back in 2000 it wasn't. It just happened to be a coincidence that that the line was, you know, there's lots of stories about in different cultures about Walking Dead. Hmm. Okay. No, I do not believe the show Walking Dead was around in 2006. Oh, all right. Just a quinky dink. Yes, just a coincidence. So, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I had nothing. Right. I was going to do a little padding. <laughs> what do you have? I was just going to talk about our next episode, Season 2, Episode 5, and it's called Simon Said. And for the entire hour, they play this stupid children's game, and it annoys the hell out of Dean. There, I summarized it for you. No, just kidding. Wow. <laughs> That's not what it's about, but in the title is Simon Said. All right, well, we'll check that out, and Dan and Penny will say what we have to say about it. Um... Yeah, I have nothing else. If you have nothing else, just a reminder. Of where to listen? Visit us on Facebook at Armchair Hunters. Visit our website, coupleofidgets.com. You can listen to us anywhere. We haven't figured out that whole iHeart app yet thing, though. Still got to look into that. Yes, we do. Um, but please look us up in those places and say hello. And we will be with you tomorrow. What's the name of tomorrow's episode again? Talk to you tomorrow then.